Well, hey, girl, welcome to She's Doing Big Things. I'm your host, Alicia Lee, the original she, top income producer, freedom advocate, serial entrepreneur, winner of all the things, world traveler, and now digital nomad. I've lived my entire life feeling a little different, dreaming a little bigger, doing a little more, and believing I was destined to have it all. So I can imagine if you're here, you get it. You're a dreamer, a doer, an entrepreneur, so you're ready to set some big goals and smash them. So with that in mind, let's freaking get started. Hello, hello, my sheepy O's. I am so excited to be here today, and let me just say, It is so good to be with you on these airwaves again. I know everybody has a favorite thing they love to do or create in their business, and this right here is definitely mine. I mean, I know it's a lot of work. It's totally free. It actually costs me money to put out into the world, and sometimes there's no one but me involved. But it's also the way I process some of my more complex ideas, how I get to speak my voice into the world, and how I get to truly connect with you all on a super personal level, asking nothing in return except maybe a rating or review. Because, well, that feels good for me. It feels good for you to give, and it helps more women to get to see listen, and partake in this podcast. So if you are here in this space, I would love to hear from you. I give away $25 gift cards every single month for one special reviewer of this podcast. Whether you leave a review on iTunes, Podbean, Google Play, me, meaning my assistants and I, we check them all, we appreciate them all, we read them all, and we say a very special thank you to one person per episode as we read it out loud and we send out a gift card each month to that person who takes the time to tell their transformation story of how this podcast has helped them or just gives us some mad props. Because either way, I love knowing that you're here with me, you're listening, you're tuning in, and ah, that feels good. So this week's review comes from iTunes, and it was submitted by eDallas1. So thank you to this person. I seriously wish that iTunes gave a name, but the username will have to do for now. So eDallas1 says, in a world that has so many podcasts, this one is definitely worth your time. Great info combined with a super engaging host. Well, E. Dallas, I thank you for the kind words from the bottom of my heart, and I love that you tune in and find this useful, and you're now entered in the January drawing. Whoop, whoop. Congrats to you. All right. As we dive into this jam-packed episode, I'll tell you, you've probably noticed that some of the content I have created here is skimmable, listenable, and some is really easily absorbed. This episode, however, might not be one of those. This is gonna get a little meta. This is going to have some layers to it. This might be one you'll come back to when you find yourself in this place if you're not there yet or aren't there now. This might be one of those episodes you share with someone who is feeling it right now. This might be one of those episodes you play a couple of times to fully move through, transform with, and absorb. So here we go. Let's start this thing. 
All right, ladies, let this wash over you. Bathe in this. So anyone who knows me, you know I love giving to others, but I've also in the past been someone who consumed from others as well. I was an online taker. Yes, I've invested and paid over $60,000 in coaching and programs, but I was also at one point a freebie magnet. My email box was full of junk mail from people whom I gave my email to in return for like everything, their workbooks and templates and all their free knowledge. This sad-faced email box was literally reaching max capacity as I neglected to unsubscribe from anything. My Dropbox was filling up with freebies as none of them were actually opened or used. Literally, it got so bad that I had to jump ship from that old email address that I had, at least at last count, 229,568 unread emails. Whoa. Is that setting a world record? I feel like we should check it. But don't worry. It was just Yahoo. Like, you say at Yahoo now, and people look at you a little googly, right? Like, hi, dinosaur, you made it through the Jurassic period. Go you, but you're also super freaking weird. So I didn't feel too bad getting rid of that. So yeah, y'all, my name is Alicia, and I had a problem. Some of you out there are feeling me on this. Actually, this problem became more than a problem. Because the consumeristic habits I was creating were actually leading to some really negative states of mind and places of being. It was creating a level of mental exhaustion I had never seen before and a habit of avoidance to create my own stuff. Instead, I would start and then I would go see if it matched what so-so said or who'sy who believes. Or hell, I would hear something and create from their thoughts. Like, what? It was a creative process that was not serving me at all. In fact, it wasn't creating anything except a state of stagnation, stuckedness, if that's even a word, and an overwhelm that stemmed from option overload and a total lack of alignment. You see, I was stuck as fuck in my business and in my own personal growth because I was trying to grow at the pace of someone else or at the expectation of other people or to grow to be someone I'm not or I wasn't meant to be. And the worst part is this isn't just who I was or have been ever. It's not who I've ever been. I know some of you out there are like literally feeling this. You're nodding your head and you're like, oh girl, hands up. I get it. You're absorbing podcasts and blog posts and webinars and freebies and YouTube channels and IGTV videos and posts and groups and lives, and you're following 250 of the same genre with all different ways to build the exact same end result. I see this so much. I see this every day. I see this in my friends, my clients, in groups, and in anyone looking to build a business. So one day recently, I said, no mas. I said, enough is enough. I looked around and I realized I'm better than the shit I was sitting in. And I was even, gasp, dare to say it, you egotistical little thing. I am better than half of these people I'm listening to, absorbing from, and I'm better equipped in experience and knowledge than those I'm asking acceptance and validation from. 
and so are you. I want to repeat that back, but I want to say it to you instead of to me. You are better than half of these people you're listening to, absorbing from, and you're better equipped in experience and knowledge than those you're asking acceptance and validation from. Let that sink in. Like, whoa. For a second, when I said it to myself, I wanted to check my ego, but she was there sitting peacefully with a smile on her face, and I realized she was right, and she still is right. And it was in that moment that I realized I needed to get to the bottom of this. Not just for me, but for the woman out there who's held back in this space and place whose ego is waiting for her to step the hell up and be the she-e-o who takes back her time and her ability to back away from the veil of the internet and the fake fallacies that people are creating from a place of lack and fear. Do not get sucked into that. Do not become that. You are better than that. So I sat down and I gave myself grace for a moment because let's be honest, when you realize you've been playing an adult game of hide and seek from the reality of your own abilities, you might find yourself a bit mad at yourself. Personally, if I could have kicked my own ass, I wouldn't have been able to sit down for a week. So since I'm not that flexible or strong anymore, I decided to reflect instead. Seemed a lot more adultish anyway, so I went with it. So as I reflected on this problem from both a place of curiosity and from an investigative state, because I see this happening now with so many of my clients, and though there's so much good information out there and there's so much free content being given away freely all over the place by good and loving hearts, then why are people struggling more now than ever to solidify their offer and create in ease? Why now? Why when there's so much out there, when there's so much information for you? So the first question that I asked myself was to the root of the problem. And I knew this was going to be a toughie. Why did I get into this consumption mode in the first place? And what I realized in diving into my thoughts was two very specific things, both coming from lack and fear. I have been someone who identified those states and emotions in me in the past, and it wasn't a hard thing to realize that they were there right then driving it all because of that. So the first thought was a fear state. It was that I wanted to do it quote unquote right. And that meant doing what someone else did in the way that they did it in the exact steps and processes to get to where they are and to the income level they're at and to the impact they're providing. This meant that I had to also believe the converse or the opposite effect of doing it right would bring success and income and impact that if I didn't do it right, that I was failing, creating evidence for people to disbelieve me, distrust me, unfollow me, or never partake in my services, right? That's deep. So yeah, my brain is a pretty incredible thing, and so is yours. When you let it do more than what that little lizard part of your brain wants to do, when you let it really create a thought pattern instead of just living in survival, Because survival is a really easy place to be. It's like putting your brain on autopilot. But to do this work, the actual I'm an upright walking opposable thumbs badass kind of adult work, that thought work is, well, it's work. 
But hey, if we are the only species on Earth that can do it, you better rock that shit. Seems like it might have been given to us for a reason, right? Okay, so back on track. The second thought that came through was a total lack state. It was that I didn't believe that I had inside of me what I needed to create a wildly successful business. I had lost sight of my own evidence, my own confidence, my own ability to create and succeed on my own. I literally thought that I needed to like tag team people in to create what I've already created five times over. I lost the ability to lead my own damn self. Like, look, Ma, I got this. Now, the second question that I asked myself stemmed from the previous realizations, and this is why I say this work is meta. It's a layer on a layer. It's peeling back one to uncover another, and it can sometimes feel like you're just working to do more work, but in reality, you are, and that's the point of it. Now, These realizations were like true what the F moments because where did this come from? Why now? Because I'll be really honest, this was brand new territory for me. I built my multiple six-figure network marketing companies based on sheer ignorance on fire, following a really simple step-by-step process and not listening to or watching anyone else except my mentor. I was dialed in. I was laser focused. I built my six-figure health coaching company based on my degrees, my day-to-day knowledge, experience with exercise, the experimentation over time of different approaches, and based on my own journey with fitness, competing, and nutrition. There was no timeline on it. Like, literally, not once did I think I needed to be farther along than I was. I built it as a passionate afterthought to what I loved doing in my life and what people were asking for. I built my fitness and wellness app that would have been a six-figure gross success had I kept going a few months longer. I built it in seven weeks on two to three hours of sleep per day, hiring 13 employees and developing the connections in tech and graphic and sites and content without any outside direction, outside of sheer belief that this would be a huge success. And it was by all outside accounts. If you really look at it from the outside, it did it. It made it. Now, I also built Alicia Gifford LLC Healthcare Services to over six figures in its first year by contracting with three companies to provide ECMO and respiratory services. I didn't ask anyone if it was possible or if I could learn it. I sat down with a book and I dove the heck in. I had never seen an ECMO machine before deciding I was going to take an ECMO contract. Like, who does that? Somebody who is very self-assured in their own ability to grow, figure it out, learn, and pull themselves up by their bootstraps. That's who. So why then did I get so stuck in the muck when building my coaching and consulting business? Like, really? Why? It all started, I'll tell ya, with a thought. Just one that became a deep-seated emotional route to self-barricaded destruction. Yep, I was like a ticking time bomb set by myself. It started with a place of lack, a place of fear, and a place I had truly never stepped into before. It came from a place of over-listening, over-researching, and over-analyzing my own abilities. It came from this thought. 
I can't do it as well as they can or stand out as well as they do, so why would anyone take me seriously? Y'all, this gave me an actual sit back and a hold it together kind of moment, like crawl away, get away kind of moment. Because this was a layer I didn't even know existed in me. Like I'm getting emotional just talking about it. I didn't even know that I was capable of that level of comparison as far as what my own capabilities were. So though I was on unstable ground, I knew I had some evidence of this if I dove deep down inside because thoughts are invasive. They're like weeds. So where had I seen this friggin' dandelion before? Where was it? And it hit me. Oh, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Remember that dating life where you had zero boundaries and let men treat you like shit and cheat on you and it was because you thought you were short and not as pretty as the other girls and that your worth was in your looks and man, could those even work? Were those even good enough? Throw some makeup on it and it'll all work out in your favor. Hi, Band-Aid, meet gaping hole in my arm that needs more than concealer and mascara, right? So it all came flooding back to me in that enoughness battle and the gold-filled crack I had repaired in the midst of dating my Nick and in the midst of life coaching and in the learning of self-coaching. I remember my mentor saying to me a long time ago that these invasive and really ingrained thoughts could peek out and rear their ugly heads in other ways as well. And ding, 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 you right. Mad props to my old coach, Lindsay, for hitting that nail on the frickin' head. Because here it is. Here they show again. So here we are again, old friend. Yep. I realized I was seeking validation in the content of others. I was asking for reassurance that my idea was good or viable or marketable from the quote-unquote pros who (laughs) hadn't created or marketed as much as I had in just one of my ventures, let alone the combined five or, I don't know, six I lost count. I realized that I was asking someone to put Neosporin and a Band-Aid on an old wound reopened and bleeding out. Sorry to anyone who hasn't been in the healthcare industry. I kind of forget that these visuals don't bother me, but they might bother you or somebody out there. So at this point right now, I want you to think of unicorns and rainbows and furry kittens and erase the bloody massacre that I'm literally creating in your head. So here was the work again. The work wasn't about consuming information and learning more, and increasing my knowledge, the work was in realizing that I was more than enough exactly as is in the place I was and with the stuff in my little badass brain that already knew how to do um, all of it. All that and more. Because this was a place I knew. This was a place I recognized. This was the person who decided to go win national championships without having all of the skills to do it. This was the person who decided to go run ECMO machines when she hadn't seen the machine. This was the person who built a six-figure network marketing company having no idea why people were calling it MLM and not asking for three months. So this decision to go back there, to evaluate this, and to change my own damn mind, it completely changed my business, right? 
I'm sure you're wanting me to now say that I went from 1K per month to 10K months in like 30 days, right? Because that's how this industry works and that's all you see and that's where you wish you were and you want another story like that so you can create a mental bandage and stop your own hemorrhaging. Am I right? That's what you're waiting for. Well, I'm here to tell you that that's not how it often works. That's not how the story usually goes. I'm also here to give you some tough love to say, this is my process. But you will have your own process to go through. And though a coach can help you through it, they can't facilitate the whole dang thing. Nobody gets to live your life for you. Nobody gets to step in and actually walk in your shoes. You get to take each step forward. So there's a saying. It is harsh and it's true and it goes a little something like this. Get up. No one is coming to save you. So I'm here to reinforce this saying and I'm going to say it again. Get up. No one is coming to save you. And I'm here to reinforce that saying. By also saying, you get to be the heroine of your own story. Because as I dive into my own brain and my own abilities, I realize this. Number one, the speed of creation far outweighs the speed of consumption. So as you see others speeding by, I guarantee you it's not because they're stopping to ask Susie Hoosie for directions or for Natalie Know-It-All's approval or for validation from anyone named Vicky. They're creating from the place they know only exists inside of them. They're solving problems that they create and they're listening to their ideal clients more than they listen to the advice of anybody else less capable of building their dream than they. Number two. The ability to consume with intention is a valuable skill that you get to adapt into your repertoire of like really cool shit that you've mastered. For instance, you want to learn how to build a course. Yep, I got you. Hire a coach like me. You want to build an email list? There's help and guides and workbooks and a module inside of my course, for instance, for that. You want to learn how to do Facebook ads? Cool. There are webinars for that. You want to niche down? I'll give you best practices based on what you bring to the table as your skill set and as your passion. But you get to decide if that's the thing. You get to put your cape on and be the badass who tells her story one, three, five, ten years from now from a place of, I was once that girl and I pulled myself up and I made it happen and so you can too. You get to decide what you need and you get to facilitate your own learning with intention, not by just consuming all the nibbles of the things that people place in front of you because girl, you got to nourish your brain just like you nourish your body. You're not just eating random crap all over the place, right? You are intentionally setting a breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and then you're deciding what you put on your plate. So you got to do that for your brain as well. So I want to do a couple of things if you're in this place and space where I was because I was once that girl and I pulled myself up and I'm making it happen and so you can too. Here are the actual steps that I've taken and that I continue to take moving forward. Number one, 
stop the scroll. Literally, stop scrolling. Get intentional about your social media time and what you look at and what you do on there. What best serves your business idea? What best serves your connection to your future clients? What do you actually need to do on there? Not like, what do you want to do? And what are you curious about? But what do you need to do? Get in, get out, get on with your day and go create some really cool shiz. Number two, exit when necessary. Like seriously, back off, back away, get the hell out. I was talking to a girl earlier this week who left my group and I thought it was strange, like kind of was a little offended for a second, but I went on with my business and this last week I found out that it was because social media was starting to dictate her presence, her content, and was blurring the lines between market research and aligned creativity. And so she left. She left all groups, not just my group. High fives to her. Like seriously, high fives and props on knowing when you need a break or need to truly get back in your own lane. Number three, stay true to who you are. Write it down. Say it out loud. Ask others to say it to you. Ask for feedback from your customers and clients. But most of all, believe you when you talk about you, which means you've got to get really good at giving yourself props at boosting your own ego, at reminding yourself of what you're really freaking good at and staying in your lane of what you're actually creating. You were given a desire for a reason and you will create what you will create because it was given to you to create it. To stay authentic to that is to be successful at that, which means you gotta be your own person and create from your own brain. Whew. All right, love bugs. I know this has been a swirl of information, like a chocolate and vanilla swirl with sprinkles and whipped cream, and you are going to get to enjoy all of that Sunday, all of its pieces together in the very first listen. But I'm telling you, you may need to go back and listen again to truly understand each layer in its singular existence and in its pertinence. So let me end with this. If you're in a place where options seem endless, the voices don't sound like yours, the ideas are looking like a Venn diagram of yours, theirs, and hers, and everybody else's, and you're confused AF as to what you quote-unquote should be doing, please listen to this again, and again, and again, until it truly sinks in, sets in, and you are off running in your own lane. You've got your blinders on, your earmuffs on, and you are rocking it. Until it truly sinks in that you are whole and do not need anything other than what you have to offer right now, and you get to create from that place with guidance, not with advice. So you can do this. You can write your own story. You can save your own dang self. Please know you get to be the heroine in a really cool story that only you know the ending to. All right, love bugs. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. And in true CEO style, go out into the world, own your schedule, lead your own damn self, create from within, follow your heart, and the typical go bigger, make bank, and live freer. Talk to y'all next week. What is up, my darlings and doers? If you loved this podcast, please don't leave it behind. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button and do us a huge favor. 
Give us a quick rating. It not only helps me to know where you're listening, but it also helps the new listener to find this podcast and become the next doing success story. So with that, I'm off to do some big things or help one of my amazing clients get her doing list done. Have an amazing day and we'll catch you next week.